0: A huge shopper i have never been a fan of being around so many people cutting each other off trying to knock into each other waiting on people to get out of your way to get things lots of things i do not like about shopping especially christmas time where it seems everybody comes out of their cave and wants to get these same things at the same time Ugh. it is annoying but i did it I got everything done today, just a few days before Christmas to make people happy, right? That's why we do this crazy zoo-like thing we call Christmas shopping and getting gifts for people that you love and care about. I got them. Everybody's done. Hopefully they enjoy. And Merry Christmas to all. Happy holidays. Special time. Gotta be happy. And I am happy, just not (laughs) Christmas shopping. However, however... I was happy a little bit because I did some edge of your seat podcast shopping. I bought three pop dolls, hopefully you know what those are, they've been everywhere for at least a good couple years. I got Muhammad Ali, Notorious B.I.G., and Michael Jordan, three of my favorites of everything. Michael Jordan is my favorite basketball player, Muhammad Ali is my favorite boxer, and Notorious B.I.G. His song, Juicy, is my favorite song ever. I don't know if he's my top MC. There's a few that battle with that. Lil Wayne, I know people can say what they want to about Lil Wayne, but he's my GOAT. But Juicy is my favorite song of ever. I love Notorious B.I.G. I have every album. I have been trying and trying and trying and trying to get his first album, Ready To Die, or his second album, Life After Death, on an LP, an album, a record for quite a long time now, but I do not wanna pay $150. That is the cheapest that I've seen it, trying to find it, want to get it. Wanna add it to my collection that has Dr. Dre The Chronic, Jay-Z The Black Album, a couple of the best ones. I have Little Dickies album with Save That Money. I like to collect rap, hip hop, R&B albums. I got some Diana Summers, some Whitney Houston, Some Chicago, not really that type of music, but I like albums, I like artwork. Trying to add Notorious B.I.G. to that. Anyway, I got these three pop-up dolls, and I was so happy, so excited, and it made the Edge of Your Seat podcast studio so much cooler. Ready for the Christmas spirit. Also ready for the Christmas spirit, we got a great show here for you. Edge of Your Seat podcast, episode 146, I am your host. Brandon LaChance, our guest today, Amanda Koss, lives in Mendota, originally from Boston, Massachusetts. She's a mom, she's a wife, she has a job, she's a co-worker of mine at a bank, a lot of things on her plate, and then you add COVID-19, life gets crazy. Also, she's on a mission. She wants to be on the Mendota Elementary School Board, so she talks why she should be. She talks about having an opinion, voicing that opinion, and how she wants to help the school board make school and life awesome for everybody that's a part of it. We also talk about Christmas shopping for our work Christmas party and how we were gonna exchange gifts. The gift that she got, she actually did get. I'm just gonna leave that there because she talks about that in the conversation. But she did get her gift, which was funny. The intro and outro beat for Edge of Your Sea Podcast, produced by the mastermind Brian Cavelli, my friend from SIU. Great dude, and he will be on the very next episode of Edge of Your Sea Podcast 147. Lot to talk about with him, his achievements, what he's doing now. He's got a family. Life is full of adventure for Brian Cavelli, and he shares those adventures with us. Lots of things to break down. Some NCAA football. It was crazy today. Today is Saturday. I think I already said that, but why not say it again? Because it's been a wonderful, fantastic Saturday. Just got to catch up with my sister and her kids. Love doing that. They stopped by randomly. I'm like, hey, let's go talk to Uncle B. Let's check out Edge of Your Seat Podcast Studios. And we chilled and had a good time. It was really cool to see them. What's also pretty cool is staying in shape. When I was shopping today, I took a walk around the Peru mall, saw the LP CrossFit gym, and was like, man, I wish it wasn't a holiday Saturday and I could go chat with owner Sarah Jacobson and maybe catch a quick workout. Cause let's face it, it's not easy to get in shape or stay physically fit. There are factors working against all of us, including, Time and work schedules. A lack of a support system. Maybe motivation is low. Don't want to be judged or criticized if not supporting a gym rat body. Injuries or physical restrictions. However, there is a place where these no's or maybes become yeses. L.P. CrossFit. L.P. CrossFit located at the Peru Mall across from Secret Nails offers. A weekly schedule of classes for any level of fitness It's not just one time a week. There are many options and classes only last one hour. Support group, LP CrossFit is a diverse community focused on fun and hard work. All members know each other's names and support one another during workouts. Motivation, the trainers at LP CrossFit help you reach your goals and get into the best shape of your life with workouts of numerous movements, including body weight, gymnastic, and barbell. Everyone is guided or pushed at a productive and comfortable level. If you're an experienced athlete or getting your first taste of physical fitness, everyone is welcome and viewed as equals. You would go at your own pace. Wanna go hard? It's hello, how are you? Go get at it. Want a more relaxed approach? It's the same welcoming. Hello, how are you? Go get at it. Injuries and mobility restrictions are a huge priority at LP CrossFit as all small group classes are coach-led and movements are infinitely scalable for all members. LP CrossFit opens all doors for everyone. Check out LP CrossFit on Facebook or at lpcrossfit.com. Want to run through some corrections from episode 145. First, Thursday's game between the Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders. I had said the Raiders had a losing record. I was wrong. They're seven and six where I thought they were six and seven. Now they are seven and seven, so they could have a losing record after next week as they fell to the Chargers 30-27 in OT. I took the loss, thought it was going to be the Raiders that won, the Chargers just at the end of the game were able to do more. The offense actually looked okay in overtime and probably halfway through the fourth quarter. There were a lot of turnovers and bad football throughout the game as well, but when the Chargers needed to get the job done, they did. Also on 145, I had said, Bills and Broncos, Packers and Panthers were playing Sunday. Actually, actually those games scheduled for Saturday. In the first game, the Bills moved to 11 and three as they defeated the Broncos 48-19 Denver is now 5-9. Also today, 7-15 start, which was about three minutes ago. The Green Bay Packers, 10-3 against Carolina Panthers, 4-9. I believe they are in Green Bay. So just wanted to get that out there. You know, if we ever goof anything up, I will make sure to let you know that it was goofed up. Now we have to talk some college football. And the college football segment is brought to you by Shimmer Mendota Ford. A community dealership that is here for you. First, we have the Big Ten Championship today as number four Ohio State met number 14 Northwestern. Ohio State takes it 22 to 10. FYI, all the rankings that I'm about to say are the college football playoff rankings, not the Associated Press rankings or other rankings. They are the CFP. So Ohio State gets the win, 22-10 for Ohio State. Trey Sermon breaks a school record, 331 yards and had two touchdowns in the second half. 331 yards in a Big Ten championship game. Wow. Crazy. But his running ability and what Ohio State was able to do against Northwestern leads the Buckeyes to their fourth straight Big Ten championship. Pretty crazy accomplishment, because Big Ten usually has awesome football. This year, not so much. Big Ten started late, season was short, they only played six or seven games, and it was just off year, so I'm not gonna take anything against any of the Big Ten programs. It was a nutso year for everybody, and especially the Big Ten. Also today, Oklahoma, 10 in the CFP rankings, defeated number six, Iowa State, 27 to 21. This is OU's sixth straight Big 12 championship. So Ohio State, Oklahoma, keeping things real familiar in the Big 10 and the Big 12. Clemson knocked off the previously undefeated Notre Dame Fighting Irish, as Clemson claimed the ACC title with a 34-10 win. So now they're both 10 and one heading into the playoffs where Clemson was third ranked, Notre Dame second. Obviously that is going to change for Clemson. Quarterback Trevor Lawrence who I think is going to be the number one pick more than likely going to the New York Jets who are still winless in the NFL. But he went 18 of 28 against Notre Dame for 251 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. He also ran for 90 yards and a touchdown on 14 carries. Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. For Notre Dame, their quarterback, Ian Book, was 13-17 for 151 yards. Also tonight, starting just a few minutes ago, number 23, Tulsa, number 9, Cincinnati, in the American Athletic Conference Championship. And the big one, because SEC is the conference of all conferences when it comes to college football. Number one in the CFP poll, Alabama, which is 10-0 against Florida, eight and two. Bama is a 15.5 favorite. Yeah, not good odds for Florida. And if I was a betting man, no way Florida would get any jelly beans from me. Friday, yesterday, Oregon took the Pac-12 title by defeating USC, who was 13, on the CFP poll, 31-24. Pac-12, like the Big Ten, did not start when everybody else did, so they only played six games piece, and Oregon wasn't even going to be in the title game. They only got in because Washington dropped out, and they hadn't won a game in a month, or about a month. And they were able to take out USC, I'm gonna call it an upset, 31-24 for the Pac-12 title. There was a host of games canceled Friday and Saturday in college football lore. Indiana, 11 in the CFP and Purdue did not play. Vanderbilt and number eight, Georgia. 19, LSU, 12, South Carolina did not play. Michigan and number 16, Iowa, nope. And another nope, Georgia Tech and number 18, Miami. None of those games happened. Something else not happening is Virginia Tech is not prolonging their 27-year bowl streak. They have been to a bowl in each of the last 27 years, 27 seasons of college football, the Hokies were in a game, a bowl game. Not this year, they're opting out. Say, nope, we are not gonna do it. COVID-19, too many things to worry about. We're not gonna play. 27-year streak gone. Also some big news in Big Ten and for Illinois sports fans. University of Illinois hires Brett Belima as the new head coach. He has coached at Wisconsin and Arkansas. So some pretty big programs that love their football and now he's going to a program with the Fighting Illini that need help. Lovey Smith came in, thought he was going to be the man, did not work out. Hopefully, Belima is the guy. I have faith. He did a lot of good things for Wisconsin, and I can see him doing the same for Illinois. The college football segment was brought to you by Shimmer Mendota Ford. Mendota Ford is a community dealership dedicated to being community first. It's December, it's the end of a treacherous 2020, and Mendota Ford wants to usher in a better 2021 with an end-of-the-year sale like never before. New management leads the team into the new year as Ski Hartman, who is a friend of Edge of Your Sea podcast, was on episode 143, talking about all awesomeness at Shimmer Mendota Ford, some sports talk, and about selling me a car. I went, got a 2017 Chevy Malibu from the guys at Shimmer Mendota Ford, And it was an amazing experience, an amazing time. I didn't think I was going to enjoy looking for a car or buying a car, way more money than not doing that. But it was awesome. And I'm very happy with the Malibu. All I want to do is drive around all day and do nothing else except a DRAGURC podcast. Maybe I will link a mic, a mixer, and a computer screen all into the Malibu and do my podcast in the car. That would be awesome. That would be amazing and if you know how to set any of that up hit me up and we'll do it. Ski Hartman brings 10 years of experience with a pressure-free no hassle approach for your buying experience and like I said there was no hassle there was no pressure it was awesome buying a car. Go visit my friends Ski, Jason, Tony and Doug at Shimmer Mendota Ford located just south of Mendota on Highway 251 or contact them at 815-539-9314 or visit MendotaFord.com. Let's run down some things. Little high school, little pro sports. Let's just do a little rundown things I want to discuss. The IHSA All-Star Shrine football game representing the Shriner Hospital has come out with a roster. Some guys I want to give a shout out for, for making the team. LaSalle Peru's Tyler Hartman, Princeton's Grant Foes, Newman's Andrew Velasquez, and Sterling's Nick Semester. Congratulations to those guys. Being named to this team, it's always an awesome, cool experience to know that you're in an all-star game. You usually get a buddy who is you know, not fortunate. They're sick and they're dealing with things that nobody wants to deal with. These football players and being part of this team and this weekend, this experience is amazing for them. Hopefully COVID-19 will go away or at least let up enough where these things can happen because this is an amazing experience for everybody involved. Hoping that that happens. COVID-19, if you can hear me or anybody right now, just leave, just go away so we can get back to normal life and normal amazingness. Sticking with high school football, Rondé Wuerls from Princeton, who is also a friend of Edge of Your Seat Podcast. He joined us on episode 92. Running back and linebacker for the Tigers has officially signed to play for NIU. I am very happy for him, very excited. He's a great kid, great football player, one heck of an athlete, and he's going to the Huskies to be at linebacker. Gonna quit carrying the ball and just try to stop everybody that wants to. I'm excited for him, and I know he's gonna be great for NIU. Tara Vanderveer passes Pat Summit as the most winningest women's basketball college coach of all time. She picked up win 1,099 on December 15th with a 104-61 victory over Pacific, which was kind of unfair. Wish it was against a better team, or a real team, but Stanford is number one in the country, more than likely gonna be representing Stanford in a NCAA championship game, and they get this milestone over Pacific. It is what it is, it's a great game, for Stanford obviously, not for Pacific, but she got the job done and breaks the record from Pat Summit. I read in an article, Pat Summit had defeated Tara Vanderveer 22 out of the 29 times they faced each other. Just battles of great basketball minds. Pat Summitt, even though she was surpassed by Vanderveer, is the NCAA women's basketball GOAT. In terms of coaches, she is the GOAT. Rest in peace, Pat Summitt. Tira Vanderveer still got some wins to go if she wants to be the number one winningest coach Of all college basketball. As she sits behind Duke's Coach K. Nobody can say his name. Mike Krzyzewski. That's why he's Coach K. I would try to say it again. But I'd probably be worse than I was before. I'm always going to say Coach K. Duke legend. Basketball legend. He has 1,132 victories. So she is 33 behind. And if things go right. She could surpass him probably next season. Sticking with college sports, shout out to Keontae Johnson, a basketball player with the Florida Gators. He collapsed in a game last Saturday against Florida State. They were coming out of her first half timeout and he just collapsed. Everything is okay. He has made videos saying, hey, thank you for the support. And it looks like he is okay. That is good news because he's a fantastic basketball player and obviously we want him to be healthy. He was an All-SEC selection last season and he's predicted to be a first round NBA pick in the next draft. Throughout four games this season, he is averaging 16 points. So it's good to see that he is okay. Nothing crazy serious. I know they will be monitoring him and looking at him very closely. Sticking with basketball, just going NBA style, Giannis Antetokounmpo, I love saying his name like that, from Milwaukee, signed a five-year max deal, super max deal, for $228 million. Woo! He deserves it. I don't know if he's a two-time NBA MVP. I wouldn't have given it to him this past year, but the guy has skills, he's an elite athlete, and he's doing great things for a small market team, including staying there not trying to form a super team, aka LeBron James, aka Anthony Davis, aka Kevin Durant. He is doing a Damian Lillard who is out in Portland say, "Hey, I'm staying with this team. I respect the organization. I respect the game of basketball, and we're going to make things happen right here." I love it and I appreciate him sticking with the Bucks and seeing what happens. They got the talent. He's got the talent. They could do some things, real things, in Milwaukee, which would be amazing. And boxing, gotta get some boxing news in here, right? Won't happen often, but this has to be in here. Hall of Fame inductees have been announced, and it starts with five-time champ, who could do it all in multiple different weight classes, Floyd Mayweather Jr., Money Mayweather, one of my favorite boxers ever, Got to get a poster in the Edge of Your Seat podcast studio of Money Mayweather. He's in there. He's the headliner. He's the headliner of everything that he's ever done, including getting into the Boxing Hall of Fame. Congrats to Money. You don't need me to say that or Edge of Your Seat podcast. He knows he was Hall of Fame bound. Dude is awesome. Andre Ward, another great boxer. He was a 2004 gold medalist, went 32-0 in his career. He's in the Hall of Fame. After Lennox Lewis's run, Vladimir Klitschko took over and was pretty much unbeatable. He went on two runs as the World Heavyweight Champion of the World. Had a 64-5 record. 64-5. I know I said unbeatable, but 64-5 is pretty close. Pretty close unbeatable. And one of those runs, he defended the title 19 times. That is insane. 19 times he walked in as the champ and walked out. That does not happen often. This one is really special. Layla Ali, of course, daughter of Muhammad Ali, was 24-0 in her career. 21 of those victories were via knockout. She was awesome. The Ali family deserves to have Muhammad and Layla in there together. That is very cool. I'm glad she is getting in. The last inductee of the 2021 Hall of Fame will be Ann Wolf, who finished 24-1 for her career and was one of the craziest powerful punchers ever. If she was throwing a punch, I would run. I would run, because that would hurt a lot. Ann Wolf is a monster. Was a monster. Okay, she probably still is. That is a pretty stacked Hall of Fame class, and all of them have the resumes to get in there. That is pretty cool. What is also pretty cool is that it's not too late for home renovations. Summer came and went, fall is over, winter is here, but things can still be done. Improvements on your home can be made inside or maybe a renovation in a garage or a shed. The possibilities are endless because Olsen construction works hard to help its customers until it's no longer possible, which inside it's always possible. Brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olson will use their more than 10 years of experience to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. The licensed and insured family owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty on any job. Whether it be roofing, siding, windows, doors, stairs, deck designs, floors and tiling, garage additions, room additions, or full remodels. With COVID-19 making it hard to celebrate the holidays, this may be a great, great, great time to make your home as comfortable and cozy as possible. For a free estimate, call Olson Construction at 815-910-5982. Check out the Olson Construction LLC page or send an email to Construction 19 at gmail.com. The only words I have left before we pass the rock, the mic, the conversation to Amanda Koss is, the NBA season begins the 22nd of December. NBA ball is here. I've watched a couple Chicago Bulls preseason games, including the one against the Thunder, and I'm not saying that they look great, not saying they're gonna be world beaters, but the young talent looks cool. Kobe White, his dribbling skills, his no-look pass, awesome. He can move the ball, he can get around. Daniel Gifford is a man. Draft pick from last year, he is a man. Just going to the paint, dunking on people. I love it, they're playing feisty, they're playing like they want Chicago to be good. It's preseason, season hasn't started, it will in two days. And we will see what happens then. But it has been fun watching this team. Looking like they can improve from a pretty awful team the last couple years. So I'm excited. I'm excited about basketball. Excited about sports in general. Football playoffs for NFL just a few weeks away. College football winding down. Getting to the awesome college football setup. Wish there was more than four teams, but it is always cool to watch these games and see what's going to happen. I'm excited, sports are exciting, and man, let's just add some high school, some junior college ball, and life would be amazing even more. But we'll take what we can get at Edge of Your Seat Podcast and anywhere else fighting this COVID-19 battle pandemic as much as we can. Now it's time for of cost. Keep listening. Appreciate you very much. We will be back tomorrow on Sunday with my friend, mastermind producer, Brian Cavelli. Until next time, peace. Crazy day at work, then had to get a Christmas gift for a work party later this week, and then had to stop at Taco Bell. But I couldn't do any of this alone. Had to have my coworker, my amiga, my friend, Amanda Koss, join me. And now she's joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Amanda, what's going on?
1: Here I am. You can't see me, but I'm definitely here.
0: (laughs) Don't do many of these interviews in person, but we're driving back from an amazing Taco Bell dinner. Would you call it amazing?
1: Uh, Mask is off, so anything with that is pretty amazing with their food involved.
0: Truth, truth. And we went Taco Bell instead of all the other options in Peru. Thought about Steak and Shake? Eh thought about okay and then i quit after that and said taco bell let's do it
1: actually i said that
0: truth i can't even take credit for that i can't i tried though it's
1: my weakness <laughs> honey i need to leave uh the kids you've got this i need to eat some tacos <laughs>
0: <laughs> and cannot skip over the amazing christmas gift shopping abilities that we have because we got two hilarious but maybe practical gifts for our other co-workers
1: Please tell me that this isn't gonna air before they get them.
0: No, I'll make sure it waits.
1: We have ugly elf on the shelf for adults. I hope I get it. I hope I get my own gift. It's one of the few things I've been excited to buy all season long. You people can take your jumpers and your phones. No, I want this elf.
0: And then I ended up getting kind of like a photo, cardboard, wood, cutout thing of an elf where you can put your face in it and take awesome photos. You and I both did it. We just didn't take photos. Well, we're gonna have everybody do it.
1: Please don't ever say, put your face in it again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't say that, but it's hilarious. And so is this gift. It is gonna be really funny. And I do wanna make everybody take a photo with it. It's gonna be amazing. Lots of reasons to have you on. First of all, you are venturing into a new adventure for yourself. What are you trying to do with the Mendota Elementary School Board?
1: Well, I am running. Uh, For those of you that do know me, I might have an opinion about anything and everything. And I thought to myself, Self, you're in this for the next 13 years. And instead of complaining or admonishing or sitting on the sidelines I want to be part of it so I went and got 50 signatures that told me you support me at least those 50 people do and I'm gonna go for it
0: what are some things that you hope to do or hope to influence if you're able to be on the school board
1: I think what's happening now is great Everybody who enters into public service, in my opinion, they're doing it because they love it. They're doing it because they want to make a difference. Well, that's why I want to be on there. I think right now everything I read just says a school board member or the school board in general is the liaison between the administration and the parents. And I think we should really just harp on that and make that communication between everybody go smoothly.
0: And you have three children correct
1: i do have three uh one six and eight so as i already said i'm in it for the next 13 years my oldest will just be getting out and my youngest will just be getting in
0: so you have a lot of school activities left to go
1: i'm a teacher now you don't know this i don't know if i've told you this but right now schools are shut down due to covid and it was like you know when you ask when did Kennedy get shot, where were you? Or where were you when the 9/11 towers went down? Uh, Where was I when I got the phone call that school is canceled? And I was at the hairdressers and I will remember the look on my face because there's a mirror in front of me and there's a mirror behind me and it was a look of shock and holy crap, what do I need to do here to get through working and teaching and being a mom and being a wife and doing all the things.
0: We will definitely hop into all of these things want to focus on the school board at the moment. How do you feel the school board, elementary school, has been dealing with the COVID-19 issue, and is there anything that you would like to change or influence on that matter?
1: I think they've done their best. I mean, they got a transition team. They tried to fill it with people they thought would, on the whole, get a little bit of everybody for balance on who they were helping, for teachers, for students, for parents, Um, you know, just, I think we can do better. We can always do better. Every day we can move forward and learn from what we did yesterday and do that.
0: And I know you're personally from Boston, Massachusetts, not from Illinois, came here, married a guy that I know from high school, Clay Koss, shout out to him and start a family. What do you think of the school board, the school education here compared to maybe what you're used to in Massachusetts?
1: You know, I can't really speak to that so much. I've been gone for 15 years and in your early 20s, you aren't thinking about the school board education. So I can't compare.
0: Do you think your background being not from here that you could you know, add something different to the school board, a different opinion that maybe not exists at the moment?
1: Definitely. I have always been told here or back in the city that I'm an outside-the-box thinker. And I would say I don't even have a box. It's, it's, maybe it's a triangle. I was working someplace at one point and my boss told me that I was the color red. If I was a color, I was the color red. So I always have ideas. I always have opinions. I always take into consideration other people's ideas and opinions and I can adapt mine at the same time
0: with having this idea of getting on the school board what are some other things that you you know kind of want to get out of it and you know maybe whether it's with the community whether it's just with the school the kids in general what are some other things that you want to do by being a member of the school board
1: well i thought about going back to college but i don't think at this moment in my life there is enough time for that but Being on the school board there's so much to learn and I'm always wanting to learn I'm always striving for more knowledge I'm always googling something and I think I can learn from that as well there's so much that goes along with it it's not just having an opinion and voting on it there's fiduciary responsibilities there's knowledge on reporting there's you know helping with the hiring there's dealing with the superintendents and the curriculum and all the things and i don't know all those things but i'm really excited to be part of learning them and going with my community on how it helps me as a parent and my children as students and other community members
0: through this whole covid 19 thing you and i have talked millions of times i'm a sports guy you're not more education and not really arguing or anything but giving our takes back and forth how important this is how important that is So I'm guessing when you say, hey, I want to be on the school board, you're going to push for more educational things and more, I guess, practical in life knowledge set that you want to be in elementary school.
1: I am really practical, but I also have a love for the arts and the drama and the music and the sports. You know, if you took away all the things that kids love and that they're good at that's just so sad because you can't sit there and simply do reading only or math only there's so many more facets to life that we can't take away those outlets for them
0: i mean if all we're doing in science class is building volcanoes and lavas coming out i'll do that all day
1: Ooh, i would do that all day too but i also want you to tell me how you did it and why
0: I'm gonna pass that class. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch, not in that class. Uh, gotta find another one. Getting back to what you were speaking before. You're mama three, you're married, you have a job, lots of things going on, COVID-19, throwing all kinds of monkey wrenches and everything. How are you trying to maneuver, manage your life with all these things going on?
1: Uh I'm trying and and sometimes succeeding, sometimes not, sometimes it goes well and other times it doesn't. I struggle daily with the ups and the downs and all of the things that are required of me. And I, I know I can't be the only person out there, mom or dad. You know, I, I read an article once that said something about the primary parent, and that person is the one who makes the doctor's appointments, changes their schedule to take the kid to the doctors, and um, remembers the lunches and well yeah that person is me my husband's out there making that dollar for us so that we can we can make it through but I have to be there hoping that my kids can make that dollar someday so now we're throwing and in teaching into the mix and trying to my schedule changes daily or weekly I don't have family here we already talked about that so I need to find a sitter and that's really hard and all the things, all the things, it's really hard.
0: I ask you that question cause I don't have any kids. I only have to worry about me. What I'm doing, make sure I'm not going out, getting COVID, stuff like that. You have to worry about four other human beings and worry about schedules of four other people. And you are obviously not the only one. This is a problem going on nationwide. What are some, I guess, ideas, advice that is helping you keep it together as a parent, as a wife, as an individual?
1: I invented an app for that in my head, but since I don't have any tech background, um, I don't know, the, the COVID, COVID Cares app should come out maybe. Ideas, I have so many post-it notes that I lose them, so maybe that's a bad idea. I did really download an app that was supposed to help me organize everything, but now it shows up every day that I don't have anything to do, and that's a lie because I used to fill it with baseball, and piano, and groceries, and now it's just grocery lists
0: all the time. One thing that I think is weird is we've always lived like a fast-paced life. We're here, we're there, we're doing this, we're doing that, especially if have kids. There's all these events. Your husband's family is still here. He's got a tons of friends. You guys are doing stuff here, there, everywhere. COVID-19 comes in and kind of slows things down, stops it, but at the same time, Things are speeding up because you're still doing school. You're still doing this, you're still doing that, but now it's all in your house. That's gotta be weird.
1: It's terrible. It's not weird, it's terrible. This is a mom's nightmare. I am cooking and cleaning every day all day and i'm tired i'm so tired they're hungry why are they hungry why is my food bill more than my mortgage i don't understand i do understand all they do is eat and then those wrappers there's no eating anywhere in the house but the kitchen there's a yogurt handprint in my bedroom where did that come from and why and they're six and eight the one-year-old can't get the yogurt by himself why is there a yogurt handprint in my bedroom
0: now, is it a kid-sized hand, or is it Clayton? <laughs> or was it your husband?
1: Clayton didn't do it.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Clayton, didn't mean to throw you out there like that. Talking about bills, obviously the kids are not in school, so they're eating more at home. They're using all, as you say, all the things a lot more than normal. We were talking on our drive to Peru. You know, me, for a two-week, maybe three-week span, I only need to spend like $120 on groceries. What is a differential of what you're spending now compared to what you were before COVID?
1: You know, we're probably, believe it or not, spending less. Daycare has gone down, but so has my hourly at work. So maybe, maybe it's more like equal. But in the beginning, I was so grateful for that slowdown. My husband, he's in a band, so he would practice one night a week. He would have a gig often every week on a Sunday, and it's not just for four hours. They're set up and take down, and, of course, the obligatory beer or four at the end. And there was baseball for two kids, so we're at the field three, four, five nights a week, and I was so grateful for that slowdown. And then August came, and the slowdown is still there. I just want to go on a roller coaster I just want to go somewhere. We went and drove through the Rotary Park lights and that's the most excitement we've had in a long time. They were beautiful. We ordered, you know, it's the first time I can ever be called not lazy for ordering takeout because I am supporting small businesses. Go me. (laughs) Because I'm so sick of cooking and cleaning. Um, Yeah, those are all the things that are different.
0: Kind of brought up a good point there where... You know, driving through Rotary Park was the most excitement that you've had with three young kids trapped in the house, sort of say. How do you keep them entertained? What are you doing to keep their brains moving and not keep them bored and really agitated?
1: I am an anti-screen mom. I really hate them. It would be so much easier if I could just say, here's my phone, here's my TV, here's the computer, go on it, leave me alone. But I can't do it because I just... Right before bed, we do a half hour on the weekends. I'm a lot more lenient, but there are so many arts and crafts. There's glue sticks everywhere. My kid learned how to make snowflakes, and they're, they're everywhere. I had those little pieces of paper. And I asked him to vacuum for me the other day, and he broke the vacuum because he sucked up all the papers that I told him to pick up in the first place. And, yeah, I think there's paper plates can be lions. I don't know if you know this. Paper plates can be pocketbooks. They can be anything, If you Google, you can craft, you can keep your kid entertained, but we're outside a lot. I spent more. I've never spent money on their birthdays. It's very small for us, but I bought one kid a trampoline with the COVID cares money. I bought the other kid a baseball, basketball hoop, sorry. And I just want them to be outside. I want them to have something more to do. And also the trampoline is a great baby cage. Um... (laughs) I would put the baby over here and mom would do a little lawn mowing and then we'd stop and then we'd repeat. But yeah, there's just no screens. If at all possible, that's a treat.
0: Obviously the baby probably doesn't know what COVID-19 is. What about the other two? How are they digesting and understanding what's kind of going on around them
1: oh for the baby it's like a never-ending game of peekaboo I mean he sees that mask he pulls it off you put it back up he pulls it off for the big two they had a hard time in the beginning and we've gone through a lot of different emotions for them you know first we can't see anybody and then we've you know we have our small circle and then we were kind of back open and they loved going to school and when school got taken away again in November, that's when I really noticed a big difference. They're just, they're just having a hard time. They adapt a whole lot easier than I have, but for the first time since it's been going on, I see them struggling to understand why we can't do something. But mom, I thought COVID was gone. We got to go back to school. How is it back? What's happening? I want to see my teacher. And it's heartbreaking to watch them have the only interaction on Zoom, but at least it's something is better than nothing.
0: Throughout this whole, I call it the COVID-19 era. We're kind of in an era right now. We're always going to remember this whether we want to or not. All kinds of different stories of relationships, especially in a home between husband, wife, kid, mom, brothers, brothers, sisters. How has the relationships formed, morphed, changed through this last nine, 10 months where you've been quarantined, you've been stuck together has there been that leave me alone stage? Has there been that, hey, I love everybody's stage. I'm glad we're here. What has been going on in your house?
1: Uh, you nailed it. There have been all the stages. And again, in the beginning, it was nice and warm and fuzzy and make fires in the backyard and cook hot dogs and sticks and let's enjoy all of this family time. And I did, I did enjoy it. And I'm done now. <laughs> That's why I still go to work. It's easier at work than at home sometimes. And You know, my husband and I, we have a great relationship and we talk everything out, but man, I don't want to talk to just him anymore. I want to, I want to talk to somebody else in real life besides my coworkers. We're really good at he's up, I'm down, or I'm up and he's down. And for the most part, when we are both down, that just can't happen. So one of us has to come back up, but I do have a problem. My sister had twins and I can't go see her. Because, you know, she's COVID scared and the babies are going to be three months old before I get there if I do. So we Zoom every morning. But that's not the same as actually getting to go to meet them. My mom's there. That's not fair. How come my mom gets to be there? I don't.
0: One more thing before I let you go, before we at least move on to the game, we're going to play some hot potato. But I definitely want to know about the holidays. We just passed Thanksgiving. Christmas is in... 11 days, it's the 14th of December right now, in the middle of these holidays where, you know, we're used to the big family or friend get togethers and everybody's bringing a plate to pass and all these other things. How is it going on with you and your family where maybe these things aren't happening?
1: We always have Christmas Eve at my house. This year, it's not going to be there. We're gonna have it at my brother-in-law's and they're going to host. Other than that, it's not, Too much different.
0: In other words, are you still going to have the family gathering the same amount of people or cutting back a little bit? Is there some family members that are like, hey, I don't want to go because of COVID 19? How is that working out family dynamic wise?
1: Again, I have no family here, but my husband's family, they are on his mom's side, are compromised. One has COPD. We have our 87 year old grandpa. They're not afraid. So you know, we all talk to them and these are our close circle. And if they're not afraid and they wanna be out, we wanted them to be able to celebrate how they wanted to. And so we are, they are coming, they are happy to be there. And we're of course happy to be with them because they might not be here next year. And I don't wanna take that away.
0: Gets to that point where, hey, I might not be here. So I might as well celebrate with the people I want to. I agree. This seems like a perfect time to play a Game of Hot Potato. You got some gloves on or something. This might get hot.
1: Dude, I'm on fire all the time.
0: Every time Amanda walks into work, in my head, Girl on Fire from Alicia Keys is singing. It's it's on. It's in my head.
1: That's funny because that's what's in my head when I walk. So
0: <laughs> We'll start right there. Alicia Keys, Mariah Carey.
1: <gasps> Mariah Carey. Sorry, Alicia, but Mariah was my first music love, my first CD. That was a great question to ask. And yeah, no, Mariah Carey. Not now, though. 1992, Mariah. I do need to reiterate that.
0: Now Mariah is kind of a little. uh...
1: Now, Mariah, I'm sorry. Post Nick Cannon, you're out.
0: Obviously, we had Taco Bell. We got to do food. Tacos, pizza.
1: That's not fair, because you could have a taco pizza. (laughs) Then I'm in both wins. I'm not choosing. Also in Mendota, those are my only options, so I can't.
0: truth. Steak taco, chicken taco. Steak taco. Pepperoni pizza, sausage pizza.
1: Ew, no sausage ever on my pizza.
0: I am the same. I hate it's sausage gross. pizza. It's gross. Why? It
1: and then you can get those weird yeah. pieces. They're not real meat. I don't Ooh. know what those are, but they're speckled with black. I don't want it, yeah. but I do love hot dogs. It's my favorite. So how I could say that about sausage and eat a hot dog, I don't know. And it's got to be the 99 cent bar S for eight. No kosher dogs to this guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Batman or Superman?
1: Batman with Michael Keaton.
0: Christmas or Thanksgiving?
1: Oh, Thanksgiving. I spend a lot less and eat a lot more.
0: Since you're a teacher now, math or science?
1: (laughs) I pick science.
0: Science or English? english beethoven or mozart
1: who cares no that's not nice that's not nice but i couldn't name anything by either one of them yes my kid plays piano but i don't know
0: pepsi or coke
1: coke but has to be from mcdonald's because of the bubbles
0: a debate that we had at work today mountain dew or coke
1: uh baja mountain dew that wins that wins
0: okay and last but not least, McDonald's fries, Burger King fries.
1: Oh, McDonald's fries, because of the sweet and sour sauce, you have to do the dip. But I really want to wash it down with an orange high and they don't have it anymore. That
0: Matt, made me upset. That's all I used to get there.
1: So upset. Why would yeah. they do that? They took, and I can't get it anywhere.
0: They took away the best thing on the menu.
1: They're like, oh, here, have some more soda, kids. No more corn syrup, high fructose sugar for you.
0: Amanda, thank you for joining the podcast. Learned a lot about the school system and what you want to do with the school board. And thank you for sharing your experience with, you know, your family and going through the COVID-19 deal that we're all going through. We all have a different story to tell. So thank you for sharing yours. And I am definitely going to be pulling for you. On the school board with the Mendota Elementary School System.
1: It's not till April, April 6th, so don't forget. Or you can just play this again when that comes. Or I'll come on again. We'll talk some more. Life is great.
0: You'll be back on.
1: Thanks for having me.